Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help raise your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's Ruined. Oh, hello. Welcome to Ruined. I'm Hallie. And I'm Allison. This is a horror movie podcast where we spoil a horror movie just for you. Just for all of you. Allison, how are you doing? I'm good. I had like a, a momentary horror uh, yesterday that is now resolved. I thought that I lost my joke notebook, which as a comedian is um, an absolute and total nightmare. Are you someone like, are these fully written out jokes? Are these so, bullet points? Are these thoughts? Are these, are these revelations? What, are we, what are we looking at? Because I, like, I have kind of a, a, a patchwork of, hmm. of recorded uh, things that I say on stage. And so, like, for, for stand-up, I have a notebook. I also have, like, a giant Google Doc where a lot of it is, like, written out, like, word for word. Hell yeah. Uh, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have audio recordings of sets. So, like, there's... Everything is backed up in some way, but not... So, like, the notebook is a mix of, like, writing out new bits that I think of, but also, like set lists and, like, ideas of, like, how to order some things and then, like, old jokes that I want to slot in and then just random thoughts where I'm like, ooh, get back to that. That's, like, a something that you should do. And so I thought I have a very small notebook that they have discontinued, um, which I was almost more upset that they don't make this notebook anymore because I was like, well, that's that. Um, That was my last one. Um, But it is the Moleskine Soft pocket-sized one, so it's like, you know, it's like the size of, like, a jeans pocket. Why do they stop making that? That's so bizarre. They still make that, but they used to make all different paper in it, and I use graph paper uh, because it's, like, a little more, I don't know, I like it, and they don't do it. The mind can move freely Yes, I can move laterally and then back and then up and down. You know, (laughs) there's a lot to put together, and uh, they don't make the graph paper in that size anymore. And I was like, no, because, like, this one only, you know, it's like a third full, and it's pretty thick, so I still had plenty of, I could finish out the rest of the year with it, so at least now. But I found it. It was in my closet. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, when I was um, living with, by a friend of the uh, pod, Dave, when I was, I would say, fully having a mental breakdown at the mm. end of last year, looking mm-hmm. for an apartment, I was uh, sleeping on his couch, I at one point thought I had lost my passport and no. had a just a moment of true and absolute despair. And thankfully, uh, Dave was like, hey, have you checked every bag? I was like, I've checked everything I've ever owned. He goes, what about the backpack you wore when you were at Velma on Halloween? I was like, I didn't look in there. And there it was. Wow. Why was, was your like passport with you on Halloween? Because was it just a travel backpack that you... My driver's license has expired, and I haven't mm, gotten renewed. Mm-hmm, and so I carry mm-hmm. my passport. I literally went on a date with a woman who was like, I'm going to bring up the fact you have your passport, which is very embarrassing. Again, I have talked about this ad nauseum. I have, my efforts to receive treatment for ADHD continue apace. Mm-hmm. The medication was on. Did it work? That's fine. We gave it a go. That's okay. My brain is crazier than ever, and that's Great. fine. As long as I don't lose my passport before I either get medicated or get my driver's license. Yes. One is probably going to have to pursue the other. Yes. But, um, yeah, in dark days. Your driver's license. 
carrying my passport in my Velma backpack. Oh, scary. <clears throat> yeah, the times I've been without a license, either like I had lost it and needed a new one or it was expired and you have to use your passport. It's like everything is very high stakes all the time. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's part of me is like it will happen because the, I have to learn a lot. Le- the universe has to teach me a lesson about losing yeah. my passport. Yeah. Like it's taught me a lesson about everything else it's in my it's... life. And that's fine. Um, oh, how are you doing? I'm I, good. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I just really, uh, the movie we watched, we were doing this week, I just watched it for the first time. I'd, say, I'd seen parts of it, but all the way mm-hmm. through. And God, I just, I'm not really a big gore person, mm-hmm. but this really hit the spot. And I think oh, I'm just, boy. it was, I'm in such a horrific fucking mood. Yes. Oh, I also have horrif- a horrible PMS. Like, it's Ugh. like a weird, like, intersection of all these different things. Yes. And I Everything was like, I need to see something absolutely disgusting on screen. And this well, hit. This is it. And it was the first uh, movie for our uh, Jaw Droppers July. Yes. New month, felt, new theme. Which felt like a fun way to do, not necessarily all gory, but like movies that had a, a jaw-dropping moment uh, classically. Uh, so so uh, the movie we are starting things off with is, of course, Terrifier. Mm-hmm. Um, from 2016. This is an original because there is a sequel and we are doing it for our live show Monday, July 17th. Put it on your calendars, okay? $10 tickets that you can get at moment.co slash ruined. We're doing the sequel to this movie. So if you like this episode, which I think you're going to because I already have a lot to say, um, then you're going to want to come to the live show. So it's a Monday, not a Sunday, but 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, if you're a $20 Patreon member, you will have your tickets in your inbox that day. And if you're not, buy them now. Um, thank you. You're you're so good at that, Allison. I really Keeping appreciate it. on track for plugging our own show during our show. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. <laughs> what a snake-eating-itself nightmare this self-promotion stuff is. But you have to do it. And I really have been struggling, like, with social media. And I was like, to me, my social media, I mostly interact with Twitter and Instagram. And it's Mm -hmm. like, every time I go on there, it's like, my eyeballs are going to fly out of my fucking head. Like, it's It's like I can feel my, yeah, like, I can feel like it corrodes. You know, like, if you leave, like, a penny in a Diet Coke long enough, it just dissolves. Like, the longer I leave my brain social media, I can feel it fucking dissolving. But then you have to be on there and you have to post stuff. And you mm-hmm. that is where I find out news. So, mm-hmm. um, anywho, what I feel like it, we live in a traumatic times. I guess everyone uh, forever always has. So I want to be clear about that. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to bring you some real horror. and this, Real horror. This is horrifying. Because uh, we have done, of course, movies that I feel like you could have watched, Allison. Yes. This the is the exact it. movie for you not to see. Ever. Ever. Because it is focused on specific horrifying images. Yeah. It is, there is, there are, of course, characters, but they exist to be tormented Mm -hmm. by the individual. But I just would say, so it was written and directed by Damien Leone, who also did the sequel. And the character, who is the star of Terrifier, of course, you saw in the trailer, Allison, his name is Art the Clown. And Art the Clown, I just want to say that he had actually appeared in um, an anthology film called All's How Hollows Eve from 2013. Oh, so I do, do really that. like um, having just recently rewatched um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I really am in the mood for a creepy guy who doing bad stuff. I like I like Art the Clown uh, for what he is and a gleeful piece of hell that has mm-hmm. been unleashed into the world. So I think mm-hmm. that's fun. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I, I even feel bad that you had to watch the trailer. Speaking of which, Allison, what do you think about the trailer for Terrifier? I mean, like, 
I've seen the trailer for It. I've seen clips of the original movie It, like Scary Clown. This is like the next level of Scary Clown. Also, like, when did clown become scary? That's a great question. Like, when, at, when in our cultural history and why did it, like, because, like, for a minute, everyone's like, here's my weird thing. I'm scared of clowns. It's like, that's everybody's thing. Everybody's afraid of clowns. But, yeah. like, why are, like, I know that they're pretty scary look. Even the ones that aren't intended for horror can be very scary looking because it's just this kind of um, surreal version of a person. Yeah. But, like, where did that come from that they're scary? Because, like, it feels like their intention is, like, that they're not supposed to be scary. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like as a kid, you'd see, like, Ronald McDonald. That He seemed fine. I didn't have any beef with him. Yeah. Yeah, like, there was a cultural shift. And I definitely remember the first um, Stephen King's It. Yeah. God, we have to do the 90s version. I loved that one. And seeing it as a kid, it was—that, to me, it really seeded—I'm not Mm -hmm. afraid of clowns, but that unsettledness was definitely there, Mm -hmm. I guess, when Stephen King wrote it. So was it Stephen King's It that sort of of was the tie that changed— it might, yeah, that might have been, like, the thing that kind of— because everybody was probably always like, I'm uneasy around this guy, but then <laughs> here here they are, di- like, kind of used for horror. Yeah. Um, yeah, super scary, too gory. I just—also, at one point, one of the two women is like— she's like, yeah, what about that guy? And she's like, who, the clown? It's like, yeah, yeah the clown. The clown. <laughs> and this is not just any clown, Allison. This it's, is I a- mean, the scariest— <laughs> if I saw this clown out and around— even on Halloween when everybody's dressed up, yes. I'd be like, that's a problem, and we need to do something about it. Yes, that is, of course, a problem, as uh, w- in many of the horror movies we've done, where if you set a horror movie on Halloween, well, of course there's going to be a creepy clown. So, of course, Obviously. people are going to normalize creepy clowns, clowns, which we absolutely reject. Yes. We would like to alienate and isolate creepy clowns, mm-hmm. um, which brings us to our baseline scary. Allison, how scary do you find the idea of a disgusting filthy, homicidal clown that lives only for slaughter and depravity and wanders the earth murdering the innocent. How scary do you find something like that? That's like the scariest thing I can (laughs) think of. (laughs) That is so fucking awful. I hate it. Like, Max, that's... We've talked about so many things, and this is definitely up there as one of the... I didn't like watching this trailer. Yeah, and and I think it's like this is built out of it is specifically designed to give people bad dreams. Like cuz I, I there's yes. so many individual images that could be lifted by the brain and focused on mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. going to be doing that now. So let's get into it. Before we do, would you like to guess the twist in Terrifier? Guess the twist. Would you say that there's a twist? Nah. Not okay. a traditional in it. I mean, there's certainly it's there's not like a like fun surprise. Reveal, he's but a dog, or like you know, it's no. I wish no. Um, just a fucking dog. It's just a, a bad dog. Bad dog. Cujo, get out of there. Um, I mean, then I'm gonna guess that um, Art the clown has a boss who is not a homicidal clown who actually is telling him what to do, which Ooh, is even okay. scarier. I like that. Yeah, he's being puppeted. That's yeah, scary. I like by that. Like a corporation. Ooh, okay, and to what end? I don't know, capitalism? Capitalism, all right, <laughs> let's get Keep it people going. scared and keep them spending money somehow for, through that. I love it. <clears throat> Allison, let's begin ruining 
terrifier. Mm-hmm. We open on a little tiny staticky TV. No. And we see a news reporter, an anchor rather, Monica Brown, interviewing a woman who was the sole survivor of the Miles County Massacre, okay. which happened a year ago today. And the woman is has been attacked and her, uh, her face so brutalized that essentially one of her eyes is like a milky orb and the other eye is totally healed over. <sighs> and her mouth, there's nothing recognizable about her face, right? Okay. And Monica is kind of a bitch and is pushing her and says like, so was your, re- so you say like, what was your reaction when you woke up and saw your face? I remember you reading that you said you wish you were dead. Do you still wish you were dead? You know, just like the least sensitive way to go yeah. about it. Oh, God. And, you know, basically, you know, the survivor says, um, you know, I really do struggle. People react to me horribly. Mm. I really prefer to be alone. So this is a big thing for me to be here. And Monica asks about the attacker, who, of course, is Art the Clown, yeah. as he's known to the public. Not only did he kill... Um, a number of people on Halloween the year before, but his body then subsequently disappeared from the morgue. And she what says, the fuck, keep tabs on that guy. <laughs> Monica says, you know, there's been rumors that shows that he, he isn't dead at all. He was able to escape. He was, you know, mistakenly taken to the morgue. And the survivor says, nope, he is dead. I saw him die myself. Unfortunately, Allison just said a clown shoe kicks in the TV and you're not going to believe it. It's Art the Clown. Yeah, he must watching. hate that press. And let me describe him in case you're someone who's like, I don't even want to look him up. He he's a he's a black and white clown. Mm-hmm. Um, but but most importantly, his his teeth are uh, blood red, presumably yeah. from all the blood he eats. And he is constantly doing mime and mm-hmm. um, sort of he has a little top hat, which I think it's, is extremely important to yeah. know. But he is yeah. Sort of a classic French style, yes. black and white mime. Yes, and is is performed the spookiest kind of clown. Yeah, this is not a fun, warm. Okay, children's. Or you know, it's like oh party. no, and now he's frowning. It's like oh, everything about him is the source of nightmares. <laughs> um, yes, and he is uh, acted by David Howard Thornton, who absolutely crushes it. I mean, he is giving everything to this role. He's mm. and also he is having the time of his life, which I appreciate. I mean, good for him. Uh, but, of course, this means that Art the Clown is, in fact, alive watching yeah. this uh, news story. And he has sort of a Nightmare on Elm Street um, setup where we, much like on the beginning of the first Nightmare on Elm Street, we see Freddy putting together his iconic claw gloves, mm-hmm. his uh, razor gloves, yes. in his boiler room. We similarly see Art the Clown in his clown dungeon, uh, and he's suiting up, he's putting on his face paint. Mm-hmm. And we see is he's sort of uh, selecting what he's going to take with him. We've got a butcher knife. We've got a scalpel. Uh, we got a drill. Remember br- drill, baby drill? Wait, what's that from? I believe it was, wasn't it, um, uh, it was about drilling for oil in Alaska. I believe it was Sarah Palin. Yes, drill, baby drill. Wow, simpler right. times. I mean, I think we did end up drilling. I could be wrong. I'm sure we did. Okay, it was it, from the 2008, it was a Republican campaign slogan. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, it was first used by Michael Steele, the former oh. Maryland lieutenant governor. Don't remember him at all. That's on. That's on us. Um, anywho, sorry. So he's putting a drill. He's putting a number of things in his big garbage bag. He doesn't have a duffel. He doesn't have a weekender, Allison. He's just got just a big a garbage bag. garbage bag of nightmare weapons. tools. <laughs> yeah. And we see back at the um, 
uh, news studio. Monica's on the phone with her boyfriend saying like, oh my God, I, th- I, was, I thought I was going to gag looking at that woman. Like you thought she looked bad on TV. She looked even fucking worse in person. And I thought she was going to attack me when I asked her, like, do you still believe you were dead? And we see a moment where the survivor kind of lunges in her seat and the executives all freak out. Like, she's about to, like, leap across the table at Monica. And Monica's like, ooh, they think it's going to be big ratings. That's what you have to do to get ratings these days. Faceless victims and a host in jeopardy. Of course, Allison. Someone kills this bitch. Well, I've got great news. Because Monica hears sort of a a rustling in the clothing racks. And in a classic horror movie, move runs over and sweeps the clothes aside. There's no one there. She turns around. The survivor is there who leaps on Monica gets her on the ground and then jams her thumbs into Monica's fucking eye Good. sockets and Good. essentially tears the top of her skull apart, laughing maniacally. Cut to two sexy gals out on ha- uh, Halloween night. I was at Hawaii night. Why isn't there Hawaii night? I mean, let's get Hawaii mm-hmm. night started. You know, in Hawaii, every night is ha- Hawaii night, and that's one of the great things about that state. It's true. But for us, it's Halloween night, and we see Tara and Dawn, and they're wearing their hot girl Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. And I hope that everyone is the sluttiest they possibly could be this Halloween, okay? If you want to be. If you don't want to yes. be, it's not for you. But if you do, I need you, I need to be out here showing whole, okay? Yeah. I want to be walking out. I do out- feel like, like everybody's ready for that. This, yes, like, like what other— I'm not a huge Halloween person. Surprise, yes. surprise. Um, but uh, if I were, this would be the year to just be like, you know what? Here yeah. it is. You got to fucking go for it. I want to see cervixes out in the fucking yes. street, people. And so Tara's sort of like a sexy um, skeleton with like uh, little garters that have the, the skeleton legs on it. That's fine. And then Dawn, I wasn't sure. Later we find out it's a scarecrow of out, like, out, but it's like a little dress with like a matching scarecrow hat, yeah. which I think is like, you would never know that without the hat. I mean, it's like that mean girls thing where it's like girls just wear lingerie and a pair of animal ears and they're like, I'm a cat. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. And it's they are, so fun. They, they're, yeah, they're barely even trying. So, but they're both pretty drunk. It's like the end of the night. It's clearly like two in the morning. They stumble over to Dawn's car, but Dawn's clearly too drunk to drive. And they have this exchange, and Tara's like wrestling the keys out of her hand. But then once Tara gets the, the keys, she's like, actually, I am also too drunk to drive. Um, unfortunately, Allison, during Good this for exchange, them for like, oh, yeah, getting to that point of like, you know what? Maybe not. Unfortunately, her responsible decision isn't going to help her none because uh, she looks to the end of the block and we see Art the Clown approaching out of the alley with a garbage bag, which, of course, we saw him fill with implements. And Tara says, look over there, D. Allison, just seeing this guy on the street. It's so upsetting. Piss and shit my pants. I'd throw up on someone. I would run (laughs) I would run immediately to any building. I Anywhere. would barricade myself. And like this, this triggers something biological this, in the human brain that you is, have to listen to. This is the I would say of all of the villains that I've actually like laid eyes on from a trailer. <laughs> yeah, the worst one. The worst shit. The I completely worst shit. agree. I could like I don't want to go to sleep tonight, and it's only three thirty. Like. And it is, the costume is, he has the big, gigantic shoes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he has the gloves. He has a little dot on the end of his nose yes. and some really fabulous, swoopy black eyebrows. Yes. He, it's incredible. Tara is freaked out, but Dee's like, oh, my God, amazing costume, Halloween. And he, she shouts to Art the Clown, hey, handsome, my friend wants your number. Allison, unfortunately, this puts him on um, Art's radar. I mean. Which you don't want to do. 
bad move. Uh, Tara tells D- uh, uh, Don to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. When she looks Correct. back, luckily, Art is gone. Luckily. Great. Well, I mean, because it's better to have eyes on him is what you're yeah, saying. I think it's better to have eyes on Art than not have eyes on Art. Well, wait, Art's, Art's about to have his eyes on them. Oh, no. And then have their eyes in Removed. him. <laughs> um, luckily, there's an all-night pizza place. So they go in there to get some food to sober up. And we see Tara looking at her phone. Allison, her phone dies. Always carry a phone charger, especially yes. on Halloween. Yes. You can't be getting stranded out here dressed like a slutty skeleton. No. Without a charger. No. We see Dawn. Dawn is taking this so flippantly. You know what I mean? And she's she just comes back from the bathroom. She's like, that was the longest piss of my of the night. And, you know, like, oh, I can't believe. Well, like, look at all these guys that we talked to, you know, just like having a good time. Well, so she's faced away from the door. Tara looks up. Art the Clown walks in and sits at the booth, like, right behind them. Also, like, is anyone else? I mean, clearly people work there. Is everybody else just like, oh, you know. Well, so not not initially. The guys, uh, the pizzeria guy uh, is on the phone with, uh, seemingly setting up a, an affair with his mistress. Like, you just keep these snatches. Like, like what he's got a whole thing my going wife? on. Yeah, so he's when he walks in, the guy just goes, I'll be right with you, buddy, because, again, it's Halloween. So it's like he looks like no one ever has looked at Halloween, but everyone is interpreting it as a Halloween thing. Nothing about it is Halloween. Which is, yeah, well, that's why Art Everything gets Everything about it is it. from the depths of hell. Um, Al, so Tara, it, like, Dawn, it, she can't see that Art has walked in, and Tara looks over, and Art just suddenly smiles really big, no. and then just starts miming, like, he's, like, preening and, like, like waving at her Mm-mm. Mm-mm. in this grotesque, it's worth looking if you could stand to look at him, just look up a clip of him just to get what I'm saying, where it's just, like, the vibe. he's giving, it's, yeah, exactly, and Tara says, can we please get our food to go? And Dawn says, why? And she turns around, she's like, oh, because of the clown? She goes over, Allison, again, rookie horror movie mistake. She's like, you don't scare me. And she sits in his lap, and she's like, can I take a selfie with you? And she goes to adjust his little top hat, and it snaps against his face. And he's just sitting there, stone face. And she takes some selfies with him and posts them. And she goes back and Also, there's nobody like, hey, that guy, like, horrifically disfigured a woman. Well, so this is ostensibly, we... We don't know. Well, I'll, I'm trying to say when. Do, when do you reveal this? This it's is okay. pro, This is prior to the events of the beginning. Oh, okay. So people don't know about Art the Clown. Art the Clown is about to make himself known. I see. Okay. So yes, in any other reality, you see that person. It's like I'm pretty sure that's the guy who that's got to be that the guy. I don't care if people say he's dead. That's him. That's I. I. I again. I'm not uh, an expert about a detective. I'm gonna go ahead and say that motherfucker is Art the Clown. Yes. So this is in fact before the events that we saw at the beginning. Okay, got it. So, but Tara at least knows enough to be like, why the fuck are you doing that? And Don comes over. She's like, oh, we think he's gonna chop me up into pieces in the middle of the pizzeria. Yes. Meanwhile, the pizzeria guy comes over to take Art the Clown's order. Art does not talk to him and just stares at the girls and the pizzeria guys, oh God, it's going to be a long night. Like I think again, he's just like, oh great, the Halloween freaks are coming out. Yeah, God, I'm just trying to get home to my mistress. Yeah, I have to get home to my wife, my horrible wife and then go over to the other home where I have my wonderful mistress. Um, Dawn is scrolling her phone being like, oh my God, I already got eight likes on the photo, you know, of the clown. We see Art stand up and take a quarter off of one of the tables. Somebody left as part of their tip. Puts it in like, um, oh my God, I, I, it just went out of my head. We put a quarter in and it gives you like a little uh, plastic yeah, bubble with like a little G-jaw on yeah, it. Yeah, like a gumball machine, but a, yeah. 
but not but gumballs. But for little pieces but, of crap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what are those called? I don't know. I, I don't want to know. No, so he, don't tell he us. Op- he gets one and he opens it and there's a little silver ring with a heart in it, heart on no. it. And he goes to Tara and before she can say anything, he slips it on her hand like no. it's an engagement ring. No, you're married to death now. You're married to death. I'm, I'm, Tara, I got bad news, girl. Oh, and he scampers Tara. off to the back of the pizzeria. And finally, the pizzeria guy comes over. He's like, is that guy bothering you? Yes. But Dawn is like, no, he's harmless. Dawn says he's harmless. And what happens to Dawn is some of the worst shit I've ever fucking seen in a horror movie. So, Dawn, wrong again, my friend. And you know Dawn's going to die because she's a hot blonde. Yeah. Everyone is hot in this movie. Yeah. Even Art, I suppose, has his charm about him. Hell. But um, you know that she's too hot, you know. Yeah. Too hot to live. Too hot to live. Um, and so, Peter, and she's like, don't worry about it. But he's like, don't worry. I'll take care of him. I won't let him bother you. Tara, meanwhile, keeps looking at the garbage bag. And he's, she's like, why that cloud is such a heavy garbage bag? A great question, Tara. You're going to unfortunately find out yeah, later. Yeah, it's almost like there's a ton of metal implements to <laughs> ruin your life in there. It is a good, like, like I, if I was also, like— aren't they I, sharp? Like, won't they poke through, like— Well, I was going to say, is it, like, is it a hefty ad? Like, what garbage bag is so durable that, that it does not rip or get punctured? Stays yeah. inside. Allison just said the pizzeria guy hauls Art out of the back of the pizzeria and throws him out and throws his garbage bag after him. Apparently, he did something in the bathroom that we'll find out in a minute that was so egregious that he had to be forcibly ejected from the pizzeria. So he gets thrown out and then disappears in the night, and the girls walk back to Don's car, having sobered up, and Tara realizes, oh, God, I still have his ring. And she takes the ring and throws it into the street. Allison, when they get to the car, the tire is slashed. Dawn freaks out. It's like, this always happens to me. But Tara says, don't worry, I'll call my sister Vicky. She's a nerd. She's also a brunette, so she might survive. Yes. We are calling, we're going to call her from your phone because my phone's dead. She'll come to our rescue. Back at the pizzeria, Allison, the chef is screaming that he shouldn't have to clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And we look and You know Art, what? I would like the chef to not also be cleaning the bathroom. That's what at she says. Any... Like, I cook the food. Yeah. I'm going to be paid extra for this. You want the person cooking the food cleaning this up? No. Allison, Art the Clown, has smeared his shit all over the bathroom. That's a spicy pizza pie, is what I would say. And literally, it looks like it's written in both shit and maggots. Like, maybe he had maggots in his shit, which seems like... I mean, his vibe. It seems like that's... Yeah, that's very much the Very much Art's deal. (laughs) Yeah, that's Art all over. Um... (laughs) He he writes in shit and maggots on the wall. It It says Art. As if we weren't sure who did that. Somebody else might yeah, have better, gotten better up to that. Yeah, better sign your work there, buddy. Oh, sign his masterpiece. Um, Vicky, her, uh, Tara's studious sister, is, of course, home on Halloween. She's in a zip-up sweatshirt. She's, she's of course, going to be our final girl. She's studying for our midterm. Mm-hmm. And Tara says, can you come pick us up? We're stranded. And Vicky's like, oh, I got this huge test. I, I only have five, five hours. And Tara's like, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Fortunately, Vicky's roommate comes in drunk with a guy, and it's a it's a dorm room where you're just sleeping in the same room. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even like separate bedrooms. Yeah. And they start essentially hooking up on their on the roommate's bed, and Vicky says, "I'll come get you." So Vicky is now cr- on the way. Mm-hmm. Back in the car, Tara and Don at least have the wherewithal to get inside the car and like wait there. And Tara finally speaks aloud the obvious: "What if that clown we saw is the one who slashed your tire?" I mean, what if? Also, sorry if I'm distracted. Riz has major zoomies and is running around Aww. making owl sounds. So um, it's terrifying. <laughs> Cute baby. Cute little baby. Scratching um, my walls. 
Don says, don't be ridiculous. Just because some horrifying mute clown followed us into the pizzeria and smeared feces all over the wall doesn't mean he'd be crazy enough to slash a tire. That's crazy. Why would he do that? Mm. You see that motherfucker and anything that happens, he You're is like, not. He did it. It's cr- whatever crazy it is, that's where he's at. Yeah. You have to be that crazy to get up every day and put that in. Yeah. Put that on. Back at the pizzeria. Um, the, oh, the chef's name is Ramon, and the other pizzeria guy's name is Steve. Sorry, I should have said that earlier. Okay. So Ramon is the one who cleaned it up and is complaining. Steve is the one who's having the affair. So Ramon's finally done, and he's like, Steve, I'm done with a disgusting bathroom, you bastard. And he comes back up to the front where there is a, uh, what we saw earlier, a burning jack-o'-lantern on the counter. Instead of a jack-o'-lantern, there is Steve's hollowed-out skull with face, uh, filled with candles, illuminated like a I thought a, you were going to say lamp. candy. <laughs> filled with delicious candy. <laughs> no, unfortunately, filled with flames from candles. Okay, cool. And behind him is Art, covered in blood, wielding a butcher's knife. And in case, again, what is Art always doing? He's always smiling. He's got a big smile on his <sighs> fucking face. That's so upsetting. Ramon tries to run to the phone to call the police, but Art runs over and hacks his hand off with a butcher knife and stabs him in the face. Getting stabbed in the face with a butcher knife oh, is... There's so much face work in this. There's so much face stabbing yeah. in this fucking movie. So we're cutting back and forth between uh, Dawn in the car with Tara being like, I think you're being a little crazy. It's Halloween. He's just some weird, pathetic guy who is trying to talk to you. It's not a big deal. We cut between that conversation and then Art the Clown just fucking just- stabbing Ramon's eyes out over and over again. <sighs> Allison, back of the car, Tara says, I have to pee. Piss in my car, girl. Go ahead and piss in my car. Piss in my car. Piss in my car. (laughs) Do not get out. And Don says, it's the middle of the night. If you have to get out, stand next to the car and just pee on the street. Nobody fucking cares. Also, nobody's on the sidewalk. Also, walk to a bar and stand in a bar. Like, what are you doing? But, you know, she's like, whatever. If you have to pee, pee and then go back in. And she's like, I don't want to do that. And just as they're talking, a guy steps out of a building to smoke and Don says, oh, well, how do you ask that creepy guy? We don't know if you could pee in that building we don't know anything about. Tara opens the door and gets out and goes over to the guy. who We find out his name is Mike the Exterminator. And he's just an exterminator. I was like, girls, we're not splitting up anymore. And she says, can I pee in the building? And Mike's like, uh, I'm not supposed to let you, but you are a hot girl, so I will allow you. Yeah. So he says, go ahead. Takes her to the basement and says, it's so good you got here because I'm literally about to start spraying the building you know, to fumigate it. Uh, to exterminate things. And yeah. she says, oh, they're roaches? And she's like, oh, he says, oh, no, it's rats. Ugh. I was like, is this the original rats are? But he says, we got plenty of time. I'm about to put point, but mm-hmm. just use the restroom. So he takes her into the basement, which is where the restroom is. Yes. Oh, of course. The basement is where the and restroom is. And he turns is. to leave, and he's like, do you want me to wait here until you're done, or do you remember how, we, how you got in? And she says, go ahead. I got this. And then Mike heads back up to start spraying the building. In the car, Dawn is taking selfies. She also turns on the radio, and there's a radio announcement about there's been a double homicide at the Deer Hills Pizzeria. She, of course, immediately tunes in. It turns out that a bystander saw the person who did it leaving, and they're looking for a tall, thin man in a clown costume, if you can believe it. What are the odds? The announcement also says firefighters are rushing to put out the blaze in the adjacent building. So, ostensibly, he not not only killed Ramon. I don't know if he intentionally said it or just because he left a flaming skull. Yeah, that seems like a fire, fire hazard. Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So obviously they're all distracted, which of course then gives more art a little more leeway to like really enjoy himself because he's already created this distraction, Mm -hmm. you know. So she's listening, horrifying, and realized, oh my God, I took a selfie with the guy and I posted it. The passenger side door opens and she doesn't even look up and goes, oh my God, you're never going to believe what I just heard on the radio. Allison, you know what I'm about to say, which is she turns to the passenger Mm-mm. seat. Mm-mm. It's Art covered in blood, staring at Dawn, wide-eyed with a smile. Allison, what would you do? What would you do? I think I would grab his knife from him and cut my own head off. Like, I just, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like... I'm even if there is a world where I survive whatever happens next, <laughs> I can't. Like I can't go on knowing that this all happened and this person existed. And I just no. I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah, you you know too much of the world to to stay in it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'd grab him by the back of his head and smash his head in the dashboard and then get out and just try to run as, take off my shoes and run as fast as I could. Yeah, that's But like, realistically, he's going to kill me. Yeah, it's, you know, just not, I'm not built to survive that. <laughs> just like the Republic Party, they don't actually want to govern. They only want control. So they're not, yeah. ba- they, they're not bogged down with things about yeah. like how will things actually work or right. how are people's lives. Much like that. Art the Clown doesn't have any other concern but murder. No, he's we just have all these other concerns to distract us. Exactly. He gets up every day and he says, how can I murder as many people as possible? And that's what makes him, he's at the top of his field, at the top of his game. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Ashley's Memorial Day sale is going on now. Shop our biggest selection of hot buys, cool deals, or shop limited-time savings on new summer spaces. Plus, get 72-month special financing on select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Whether you're redecorating indoors or rethinking your outdoor space, save big on this season's trending styles. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details. Back in the building, we see Tara. She goes to the bathroom, which is disgusting. And everything in this movie is covered in rust or yeah. filth or feces yeah. or blood. The dirt levels are yes are really high. You're getting tetanus the second you watch this movie. Yes. She hears there's – so basically, like, the bathroom is in the garage. And this movie is filled with, like, basements upon sub-basements, upon mm-hmm. boiler rooms, mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. stairwells. Yeah. So, But they're all within this building now. And she hears a a cat start to yowl, and she tries to find it. And then when she approaches it, the cat's, like, screaming aggressively, like, don't come near me. And she backs up into another character, a strange gal, who is referred to only as the cat lady, who lives in the building. And she seems like a real New Yorker. Because as soon as we see her, she's holding what looks to be a baby. And she says, oh, you know, you don't have to tell me anything. Your eyes... 
tell me everything I need to know, which it, it is an opening line to meet a stranger you don't You're like, like to hear. I guess I know everything about you now, though, too. Yeah. She says, you know, we haven't had a new neighbor in the building in a while, have we, Emily? Here's my, meet my daughter. And you know it's just a plastic just baby a doll. Oh. Oh, God. It's just a That's doll. So it's not worse. even a cat. At least a cat's alive. A cat, you'd be like, oh, it's my little baby, my fur baby. Tara does something very smart, which, again, it's nice, even in this context, to try to do your best. And she's like, oh, my God. Yes, I am the new neighbor. I'm actually, I have to go now to pay the landlord. I don't want my rent to be late. And the cat lady's like, well, punctuality is the thief of time, dear. And Tara says, okay, great. I'm going to head out. So it's like she plays along enough to yes. get the fuck out of there. Yeah, to not be, like, answering questions or, like, suspicious. Yeah. Allison, Tara gets to the top of the stairs to leave. She opens the door and, unfortunately, standing there smiling, holding up a bloody scalpel. You're not going to believe it. It's Art the Clown. I mean, of course he's there. He's everywhere all at once. And he kind of has jazz hands with the other hand, and he's mm. just holding a scalpel. He lunges at her. Tara runs into the basement and manages to get the door closed to, to try to, like, buy herself some time and she runs down and she cannot now she there's no she doesn't know where, where the exits are and also this movie is filled with dorms that are locked from both sides sure so co- people constantly run into a door and not be able to go through it great she's in the garage she's hiding under a car we see art's big old clown shoes clomp clompity he's looking and she's sort of trying to creep away and move mm-hmm. put distance between them just when he sort of seems like he's headed in the opposite direction, she turns, Art is directly behind her, and rams the scalpel into the back of her ankle. No. Ooh, and he does it multiple times. Uh, Tara starts to fight back. She knocks the scalpel out of his hands, but Art is able to get on top of her and is straddling her and starts to do the old jam yeah. his jagged fingernails of his thumbs into her eyeballs. Luckily, in the scuffle, he dropped the scalpel and Tara's able to grab it and jam it into his rib cage. Okay, that's something. Yeah, so she buys time. He kind of rolls off her. She runs over. Allison, the door that she runs to is locked. So she has to hide behind a dumpster while Art recovers and is seconds away from finding her, but she picks up a little loose piece of metal like you find in a garage. Yeah, of course, just hanging around. And hurls it back towards the car's much like, I think, I'm like, is that a Jurassic Park move? A very classic move of throwing something to distract. Um, yes. Something that's going to kill Yeah, you. that sounds like Jurassic Park. Or Cujo. Outside, we see Vicky driving and hears the radio announcement about the clown murder. And she's already seen and made a comment joking, sort of ribbing her sister. Like, oh my God, about you and Dawn the- posted everything to social media. Like, every 30 seconds. So she's seen Dawn with the clown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, again, she, what is she, 22? Like, just I sort mean, of like, oh no, what do we do? Tara manages to get up to the second floor where Mike is spraying for rats. And she's at the end of the hallway screaming for him, but he has his uh, headphones, headphones in. Of course. And unfortunately, she, he doesn't hear her when Art grabs Tara from behind and injects a gigantic, filthy hypodermic needle full of milky fluid into her neck. Knocking her out. Okay. And he, and Mike turns around only to just miss them. Like, what was that? That doesn't matter. Allison. Also, like, why are you spraying for rats, like, in the middle of the night on Halloween? I I don't know. I it, it does, Someone's probably done that. I, I yeah, feel like maybe you know it's, yeah. maybe you get overtime if it's a holiday. Is Halloween a holiday? Not a federal uh, holiday. No, not It should like, be, though. Yeah, I don't think so. 
I think the Supreme Court should use their powers for good and make Halloween, make Halloween a holiday. A federal make Hawaii holiday. day a real thing. Um, unfortunately, Allison, Tara wakes up. She is tied to a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's duct tape on her mouth. Mm-mm. And Arch just going through his bag. He pulls up a chain. Eh, not a chain. He takes out a hatchet. And then finally a dirty, rusty hacksaw, which he holds Why? to her neck. Ugh. And she screams because she can't. There's nothing she could do. Right. And he kind of like jerks her head back. But he's not done because he wants to put on a show for her first, Allison. Well, he's a performer. <laughs> it, it, I mean, he probably went to clown school. Um, and he walks over, and there's a sheet hanging down. Allison, I regret to tell you, he pulls the sheet down. And unfortunately, behind the sheet is Dawn hanging upside down by her feet, Mm-mm. totally nude except for her underwear, Mm-mm. hands tied behind her back, duct taped on her mouth. No. And it's all, I frankly, kind of tasteful how they treat this murder until it's not. Because yeah. he reaches up and you see him, he, you don't see it, but like he rips off her underwear. So now she is totally nude. Yeah. And he takes the hacksaw, and both she and Tara are screaming, but they're both bound. But, yeah. Allison, and you find, you do see this shot. It's just a split second. He starts to saw her in half vertically, vagina first. So he is sawing her in half. That's down the, the worst entire thing I've ever rent. heard. And I'll tell you, I didn't, I hadn't seen this movie before, obviously, all the way through. I didn't, I hadn't seen this part. And boy, I'll tell you, you could have knocked me over with a feather when we get to it, you know? Wow, like, that is, is the worst thing I have ever heard. Yeah, again, there's some movies you can watch. I, I'm this sorry to tell you this. I am so nope. sorry to inform you. I hate this. As he's sawing her, her entrails are dumping out of her body cavity. And then finally he has to saw through her skull. And I wrote in my notes, this isn't for me. This is this not isn't, This, is this my, isn't for us at all. This isn't for us. And I think for me, and again... Porn, violence, we live in America, they're one and the same. But there is something to me that the similarity between porn and horror movies is I personally do need a little bit of a character, a little bit of investment, a little bit of a story. Something. This is just, like, this is gore and mayhem for the sake of gore and mayhem, which I support existing. I do think there's a place for it. it's not perhaps... It's taste. just not my bag. It's not our bag for sure. And even I, well, even though I appreciate the moment, I appreciate you don't any, want to watch it. I just, it just bums me out. Like it's like it's not scary. It that it just makes me sad, you know. Um, but that's fine. Uh, fortunately, the the horror of this gives Tara enough strength to rip through her bindings, just as Art gets through uh, Don's skull. And Tara's able to grab a knife from his murder pile. Yeah, I mean, he's got a whole bag of tricks. And that's what he doesn't realize is that multiple times his victims are able to grab one of his many weapons. Well, he's got a bunch laying around. (laughs) Versus if he just has the one signature weapon, it's much harder to get away from him. Or, like, maybe if you keep them in, like, an organized, like, a toolkit or something that closes, not just, like, a garbage bag full of weapons. Yeah, like care about your equipment. Yeah, I mean, you've take certainly a little spent enough pride time. in what you do, bro. Yeah, for God's sake. So she's able to stab him and runs into the garage. Allison, she's still trapped in this damn building. She grabs a board. She shouldn't have dropped the knife, but she grabs a board and Art l- comes up behind her and lunges at her with a huge fucking knife. Like the kind of knife, like you should not be able to buy that yeah. at the store. Yeah. He probably There's no did, need probably. for that kind of knife. 
Also, it's like, how does he have money? How does he live? Well, that's like, it's like, does he pay rent? Does he have a P.O. box? Like, what's going on? <laughs> he lives in the sewer. I don't think he's getting mail. <laughs> you don't think he's getting mail? You don't no. think he has, you don't think he's mailing in rebates when he buys all of these tools? Hideous, disgusting clown quarterly. Uh, they, I, but I think that when you, when you Bloody subscribe Bloody Teeth that, Monthly. Yeah, when you subscribe to Bloody Teeth Monthly, you don't put in your address. They just take a copy and throw it into the nearest sewer, and it'll get to you and if it gets it's supposed to. You. to. you get to you. So, um, I was going to say, this is, these knives should only be for slaughterhouse, like, Situations. Actual slaughterhouse, but now they're activity. letting kids work in slaughterhouses, right? Because and I'm like, even the, the kids in the slaughterhouses shouldn't be able to have one. So um, Art walks past Tara as she hides with the board, having scampered away, and she hits him in the back of his head and kind of gets like a final girl moment, like starts beating the hell out of him, screaming like "fuck you, get up, motherfucker," which you need to have at this moment. You need to have yeah. a moment. Yeah, like, you maybe need to just win. be like wailing away, just screaming. Allison, Art takes out a gun and shoots her in the thigh. I was like, he's got a gun. <laughs> he's got a gun? He hasn't had a gun the whole time? So he's really in this for, like, the love of the game. Yeah, absolutely. It is mayhem upon mayhem. Unfortunately, the cat lady, who, again, lives in the basement and is insane, hears all this. And she's talking to her baby and it's bassinet, like, don't worry. I won't let them hurt you. I won't let anything hurt you. Unfortunately, the same can't be said of Tara as Art stands over her and shoots her in the ribs and then finally in the fucking head. And not only, like, shoots her head, we see her, she's been shot in the cheek, and uh, she's still alive, and Art goes to shoot her again. Allison, he's out of bullets. Thank God. So Tara, against all odds, has been shot, I think, three times, including once in the cheek. She's still alive. Just then, Vicky gets to that block and sees Tara and Don's car in parks. Oh, God. It's like, girl, you don't even know. Allison, I have to ask you now, who will survive? Who will survive? Art obviously keeps on going because there's another one of these that we're going to have to, for some reason, talk about. Absolutely. Um, Live and drunk. Um, Vicky, I think, survives because you've basically said that. Mm -hmm. Vicky's the sister, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess... Cat lady survives. Great. And uh, rat guy dies. And do we think Tara's getting out of this, considering she's been shot in the cheek? No. Okay. I hope not. Vicky immediately goes to the creepy building and knocks on the door. Because it's like, oh, it's right near the car. Maybe they went in here to wait. Meanwhile, Art is rifling around in his garbage bag for another clip of bullets to finish mm-hmm. Tara off. Unfortunately, he also has Don's cell phone, which uh, starts ringing and, and buzzing. It's Vicky saying, I'm outside. Like, are you guys here? I see this creepy building. He texts back. Tara's sick. Come around back. So, again, oh now God. she's thinking, so oh, great. Yeah. I don't so think of him as a texter. I have so many questions about his relationship to technology <laughs> that, I, that we cannot know the answer to. Right. No, we can't. Because it's like, oh, so you know enough to use a cell phone, but you choose to do this, I guess? Yeah, right. Like, you could do anything else. I guess there are different kinds of intelligences. Mm -hmm. And in this one, insane, disgusting murder clown is one of them. Yes. So, so we got that going. So, uh, Vicky gets, gets the text, starts walking around the back trying to find a way in. Art takes a selfie with Dawn's severed corpse. Jesus. 
And then he goes out to Tara, who against all medical reason is still alive, and he oh shoots God. her in the head. Okay. And then he shoots her in the head again. Yeah. And then so, he shoots her in the head again. That's enough. And then he turns and sees the cat lady has seen all this, is horrified, and he waves at her with sort of a sprinkle finger. I don't know what you call that kind of wave, but an individual yeah. finger wave. Yeah, one of these. And finally, she sprints this, off. Sorry. <laughs> Imagine all of your fingers individually are saying hi. That's how he's waving. Hi. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. Okay, um, yeah. And she sprints off, terrified. The cat lady runs upstairs and finds Mike. And in classic Corby fashion, and to be fair, she's already starting at a loss. She's like, there's a dead lady in the basement. He's got a little hat. He's got a little top hat. He's laughing. You think it's funny? And yeah. so Mike's like, you need to get the fuck out of my face. It's the middle of the night. I'm just trying to do my job. I'm assuming you just yeah. got into the building. And you're just talking crazy. Yeah. Again, classic horror movie, Dum Dum. And he basically physically shoves her away. And she's like, oh, my God. Where did I leave my baby, Emily? My and baby. so now she's running back down to get her baby doll. And we hear, uh, Mike hears Vicky banging on the door. Mm-hmm. And he calls his coworker to be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But, like, something's happening. He calls his coworker, Will. Mike feels a tap on his shoulder and turns, Allison, it's Art. And he brought his best friend a hammer, and he buries the hammer in Mike's skull. Jesus Christ. Mike drops, like, a sack of trash. I mean, and is dunzo. And his coworker, Will's like, bitch, it is the middle of the night. Why are you calling me? And Art smashes Mike's phone with a hammer. The cat lady finally goes back to the bassinet. Emily, the the baby doll, is gone. She freaks out. And she's scrabbling around. She gets into the garage. She's looking around. And I'm also like, I know you're the cat lady, but, like, if your baby gets taken, you call the cops. I'm like, or run outside. Yeah. Like, right. You, you don't know this guy's just crazy. take that into your own hands. But, again, she's got other stuff going on. And, finally, she makes it into uh, one of those hallways where, on one side, it's just a bunch of pipes and cables. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a term for that. Yeah, but I a know what you're hallway. talking about. Yeah. And she finds in the hallway art sitting on the ground, cradling her baby, Emily, who is, of course, a doll. And the cat lady begs Art, Is there kindness in you? Somewhere in your heart? Have you ever felt a mother's touch? Can you show no mercy? She's all I have in this world. And he looks at her, he's kind of taken aback. And she goes right up to Art, and she touches his face. And he smiles and he kind of rests his hand, head on her hand. And she cradles him and shushes him as he sucks his thumb. Unfortunately, Allison, Mike's coworker, Will, was so freaked out by the phone call, he shows up because Mike oh, then wasn't answering. So now Will is arriving and he has his own rat poison gear that he's going to take to like, okay, if I have to finish a job or join him or whatever. Yeah. And he's, he's like, Mike, I'm calling you. Every fucking door is locked from the outside. How the fuck am I going to like call what me back already? What is this building? Vicky, meanwhile, has gotten into the building. And so now Vicky Why has entered the Why hasn't she called the cops? Wait, say it again. Why hasn't she called the cops? I that's I guess she's still under the impression that Dawn is the one texting and saying, hey, we're inside. But also it's like, inside where? Like, but, and, it's just some like, random apartment. You know or there's like a murderous clown out, and you know that she posted a photo yes. with him. So, like, wouldn't you just she, be like, she'd hey. She's much more freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Just call 911 to begin with. I completely right. agree. So she goes in. Unfortunately, Allison, she hears Dawn's phone ringing as she calls. She follows the sound. And she's like, if this is a fucking prank, I will kill you both. Mm-hmm. She late. steps into the room. 
She finds Dawn's dead, di- uh, bisected nude corpse. Mm. Now, more than ever, mm. you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Just then, so it was, her instinct, of course, is to run out, but then she hears a woman screaming from the sub-basement. So this is the garage's basement's basement, Allison. You couldn't, there's no amount of money that I, I would, would di- get me down there. I would die the second I took that first step. I yeah. My body would explode into a million roaches. I'd be fucking dying. Of course, we know that Tara's dead, but his sister does not know. So she presses on, sobbing with terror, but committed to finding her sister. And she finds a hat, like a brunette, like it's half nude, doesn't look at her face, assumes it's Tara, yeah. and thankfully finally tries to go to call the police. Finally. But before she can, Elson, she turns. Also, and everybody's the, like 40 levels underground. Like, whose cell phone would work? I, I don't think it, I think that's where we're going with this, is it doesn't. Mm, I see. We see the cat lady, mm. totally nude. Her breasts oh. have been removed. And her scalp has been removed, and she says, help me. Vicky How? turns, the, the person she thought was Tara leaps up. It's actually Art wearing the cat lady's hair and breasts to disguise himself as Tara and is now totally nude, chasing Vicky up the stairs. No. No. Yeah. Just no. I, like, just no. we think things couldn't get worse. No. And she, Vicky runs up the, up into the garage, desperately trying to s- search. And Art has sort of doing, sort of doing like a little hee hee. And that is what being a woman is, of course. Totally. It's, it's going hee hee. It's playing with your hair. It's having and a bag full of knives. It's also yeah. It's also being covered in blood. It's also being a murderer. So it's like he's not wrong. Like mm-hmm. there's some truth to it. It's a little much, but he's having fun with it. And Vicky goes to hide in a closet. And she peers at the people, and we see a fully nude, blood-soaked art wearing, again, a dying woman's breasts and hair pointing directly at the hole she's peeping through. No. Luckily, what? She, he, can't, he can't get the door open. He cannot get the closet door open. So she's just screaming, leave me alone. It's like, well, you know he's not going he's to. He already did all this to. stuff. He's, he's got nowhere, nothing but time. He's got time. Yeah, time's on his side, man. Upstairs, Will is still trying to get into the building, honking his horn, calling for Mike, and the honking distracts Art, who then goes downstairs to deal with Will, mm-hmm. leaving Vicky alone momentarily. Will gets in his truck and is about to leave, and is like, man, fuck you, you're on your own, buddy. Unfortunately, Allison, he remembers there's a spare key under the mat. Okay. He enters the building. This motherfucker is in the building for 30 seconds before Art comes up behind him, stabs him to the top of his head like you're at a carving station at a wedding. And then just starts hacking his fucking neck open and decapitates him. Jesus Christ. And I wrote again, this is not for me. It's not for me. No, it is not. And I I, I complain about this is we don't know anything about Will. Did he have hopes? Killing rats, maybe? What did he have dreams? What did he dream of killing more rats? Has right. he ever been in love? I What's hope he loved killing rats because that's mm-hmm. the last thing he was ever going to do. Yeah. But it luckily his arrival does give Vicky time to get out of the closet, and she goes back into the garage to get to the one door that she was able to get in mm-hmm. through. Um, unfortunately, Allison, when she arrives in the garage, we see Art frantically riding his tricycle through the garage. I, where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. He's crashing into things again, having the time of his fucking life. Is he clothed or still nude? 
He is back in his outfit. He okay. did put he did put his look back together. Yeah, at a certain point, you gotta get your put your pants back. On. As a man, I would imagine that nude tricycle riding would be a, a, a hazard. If you're a man, please let us know. Um, she she sort of slinks through the gr- the garage, and we see a bunch of rats. But like, clearly, they're like pet rats that you get from like an animal yeah. handler, so they're really cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're just and kind of like, like fuzzy no. with round ears, and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, they're little sweethearts. And she creeps through a disgusting little hallway. And then, like, every crevasse or shadow, we, you know, it's like, is art there? Is art there? Unfortunately, the one place she didn't look was directly behind her, Allison. And art only wraps her head in plastic wrap. Oh, my God. And starts suffocating her. So then we see, like, her mouth, like, gasping against the plastic wrap. And she's, like, screaming. Luckily, you can rip plastic wrap pretty, pretty easily. So she's able to rip it apart. She falls to the floor and grabs a metal spike. And stabs into Art's foot and is able to get away from him. Mm-hmm. And he flips her the bird angrily. Upstairs, Allison, we find out that Micah's alive. Barely. Okay. But he has a big head wound, but he is alive. Okay. He was stabbed directly through. He was hit in the head with a hammer. So I'm like, oh, I guess. Right. I guess you could still I be. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. He, well, at least he wasn't hit with the claw side. I feel like then you'd be done. Right. But Yes. Allison, as she runs through the sub-basement, Vicky runs, finally runs to the room where Art has put her sister. Mm. And we see Tara's horrifically mutilated face and body, wrapped in string lights, and then holding a sign that just says circus on it. Oh, Because Art okay. has many skills, but I don't think, like, um, the written word is one of them. No. Allison, Vicky sobs, you know, horrified, and in her sobbing, she doesn't see that Art is creeping up behind her. Allison, Art just starts beating Vicky to death with a chain. I was like, I don't Jesus. know about that. Like, that's uh, upsetting. I, I knew the chain was, we saw the chain earlier, so I knew yeah, there was going to so be some chain work. But like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Fortunately, Mike has made his way down there and Mike smashes him over the head, saving Vicky's life. Okay. And Mike has enough wherewithal. He grabs Vicky and they run out of there. And they get to a phone in an office, and he's like, calls my one. He's like, we need somebody here. There are two dead bodies here. This guy's fucking insane. And they're like, okay, sir, stay on the line. He's like, this guy's armed and fucking dangerous. I will not stay on the line. We are getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. So at least Mike has the right idea. Yes, that's correct. They're racing out of the building, but again, every fucking door is locked. And they finally get to one. They're, it's, it's padlocked shut. And before they could do anything, Art leaps out of a doorway and beats Mike to death with a barrel over the head. And a then barrel? stomps his was it Donkey Kong? Like a like a little metal, I couldn't figure out what it was. Like a metal like a barrel. mini keg? <laughs> yes, but something a little more obscure. But yes, okay. I would say the size of a mini mini keg. Okay. Got it. Beats Mike to, and then stomps on his head until his skull explodes. What? Luckily, this gives Vicky enough time to break the padlock on the door. With a, with a hammer while Art creeps up behind her, but then it's too late. And he starts strangling her. And fortunately, she's able to stab him in the eye to buy herself a little more time. Mm-hmm. She runs to another door. It's locked. She runs to another door. It's locked. She finally gets to one that says keep out that she hasn't tried. And she's able to squeeze through. It's like two wooden doors padlocked together so you uh-huh. can open it a little bit. And she's able yeah. to squeeze through. And Art's grabbing her hair and ripping it out as she goes through. And she screams, leave me alone, you fucking maniac. 
And when he puts his arm back through the crack to grab her, he's holding a bicycle horn that he frantically starts honking in her face. No. The theatrics are too much. So this is, so the door she's gone through is the door to this room. Like, so so basically the garage is on one side of the door. She's in this little ante room. And then there's one final door to get outside. Elsie, you're not going to believe this. The door is locked. Oh my God. What are the odds? And she can hear the cops arriving outside. So she's thinking, okay, do I go back in the garage? He's disappeared from the door. You know he's coming back. She goes and she peers through the wooden doors back into the garage, only for Art to drive a truck through the doors, hitting her, sending her flying unconscious to the ground. He's also listening to what I would describe as insane clown jazz. Great. Where it's just jazz for the most insane clowns amongst us. And Art Great. crawls on top of Vicky's unconscious body and starts licking the blood off her face. And the cops arrive just in time to find, again, I'm terrified. I'm still so horrible telling you this. They find Art the Clown eating Vicky's face. Allison, the cop screams, show us your hand. But Art's got one last trick up his sleeve, or rather in his sock. He takes out a gun, he puts it in his mouth, and he fucking blows the back of his head off. What? The cops run over to Vicky, and one of them says, oh, my God, she's still alive. At the that morgue, the me. cops are dropping off the, the body to the coroner, including Art's body. And they give him the lowdown like it was a fucking massacre. And he's like, okay, great. I'm going to be here for the next 24 hours. Thanks, guys. And he's like, can you give me a bacon sandwich? Like the something with bacon, bacon, like a breakfast sandwich. sandwich? Okay. I think it's just sort of like, it, it could be bacon and egg. It could be a, uh, a BLT. BLT. Like, give me something with bacon. I'm going to need bacon. And one of them goes, how can you eat like a greasy croissant sandwich while you open up dead bodies? And the coroner goes, Sweetheart, I've been doing this 22 years. All right, once you've seen an eight-month-old microwave to death, everything else is just old hat. What the fuck do we need to say that for? (laughs) I guess it would stay with you. And he opens the body bag uh, and sees Tara. But he's like, no, I'm going to go and open the bag of the man of the hour and opens Art's body bag. And he unzips it only for the lights to start flickering on and off. The phone rings. The radio starts blaring, and over the radio we hear a woman's voice say, you're really going to like it here. And suddenly, it's normal again. In that moment of confusion, Art sits up on the slab and strangles the coroner to death. A what, big how old is he smile alive? On his face. I think we're to think he is not human. Mm-hmm. And our so, like, final shot... He's like, look, I died, but it's like he knows he didn't. Yes, uh, death, the ultimate trick, Mm. I suppose. And finally, we see a patient sometime later, a year later, being released from the hospital to her parents' care, and they tell her, good luck with your interview tomorrow. So the survivor at the beginning who killed the anchor is Vicky. Vicky. The terrifier. (sighs) Well, what do you think of that, huh? What do you fucking think? Did your jaw drop? When did your jaw drop? In, during this movie, would you say? I mean, the, when I watched the trailer, when uh-huh. I saw, like when I laid eyes on art, when uh, the survivor hits the screen and is so horrifically mutilated from this violence that I, it's just every single fucking scene is a nightmare. Yeah, your jaw dropped early and often is what yes. I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, and what are some fatal mistakes you think that people may have made in the movie Terrifier? Fatal mistakes. 
okay, the gals at the beginning taunting the clown. Don't let him know you're there. You could have just gotten in your car and fucking left. And they and they do sort of say it's like, oh man, if we had just got in the car, let me drive drunk, we wouldn't be dealing with this. Yes. This so is an I guess this is for a driving drunk. drunk if you see yeah. Art the Clown. That's Damn, the only I time. It's, it's the only legal loophole where you're allowed to drive drunk. Um, but then, like, I think them splitting up, like her going to the like when she went to the bathroom, they both should have gone. Yes, that was a a mistake that no one ever recovered from. Yeah, and then, you know. And from there on, like, what could you possibly do? Yeah, because as we learned at the end, he's not human. Right. So you cannot treat him as a human or survive using human means. No. Really, um, really puts you at a disadvantage. I'll yeah, tell you what. It does. But I think, yeah, fatal mistakes, staying, going to the bathroom in the building, yeah. staying in the car. with If you'd say there were the doors locked, I guess you could have shattered the windows. Go to a bar. Do not, if you see a creepy clown, go to a place with other people. With other people. Do not isolate yourselves. Yeah. Um, and then. And also Vicky not calling the cops like when she was like going to meet them. Yes. When you hear the clown on the radio and you know that the, one of the people you were going to meet was just with the clown. Yeah. You call the cops and be like, I think I got a coordinates for the clown and I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we, like, yeah, I, that, that baffles me, but. Yeah, you know, I get it. We, Again, we the movie. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Even when Art the Clown is gouging out your fucking eyeballs, and then where would you place Terrifier on the spooky scale, Allison? A spooky scale. I mean, this is a ten. You know, um, I find it. I didn't. I found it disgusting, which I really yeah. appreciate him. But I didn't necessarily think it was scary. I'm gonna give it a six. Uh-huh. But I think for you, it's a fucking eleven. Yeah, man. like it's this just... is the kind of shit where like you, this is everything that you cannot watch. Yeah, which is it is it is it revolves around horror, the horror imagery. Yes, more so than any other movie. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So, well, yeah. can't well, wait for the it. rest of this month. I know. Imagine it's because then it's like we're gonna have to up the ante. Yeah, we started and, at a, we started at a ten. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Yes, we love you very much. We love you very much. And um, yeah, let it let us know what's dropping your jaws uh, yeah. this month as we start planning. Uh, yes. We have some some movies picked out, but we always like mm-hmm. to take your advice. And yeah, if, if anybody's got. A real jaw dropper. Oh, another thing, I just want to say this because people keep recommending this, and I absolutely will do this. Uh, the movie is The Others, starring Nicole Kidman. Mm. It is currently not available on streaming. Oh, interesting. And okay. I, this well, is something that I keep periodically checking because it's absolutely a perfect film for the podcast. Yeah, would love to. Of and I'm not sure what that is. And also, it could very well, it's one of those things where it could enter streaming at any point. Right. Yeah, and, like, it could be, like, August 1st. It's like, oh, The Others is coming to Netflix. Like, we don't yeah. know, but... Um, but the second well, we do... Also, it could we'll be on a streaming that. platform I just don't have access to because I don't pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do subscribe to something and you do see it there, just let me know. I'm happy to, like, pay for a month. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Okay, great. Yeah. Got um, a month's worth of streamer money. Uh, we love you very we much. We love you very much. And we... If you liked this... Uh, join us for the live show oh, yeah. on Monday, July 17th for the sequel, Terrifier 2. I don't know what that could possibly entail. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I can't wait. 
He's gonna well, he's gotta really gotta get up to some new reindeer games, is what it sounds like. I mean, we'll see what else is in his garbage bag of tricks. And until then, from our garbage bag of tricks to yours, yes. Please, please do everything you can to keep, keep it spooky. spooky. We love you. Don't forget to follow us at Ruin Podcast and Crooked Media for show updates. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. Ruined is a radio point and crooked media production. We're your writers and hosts, Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. The show is executive produced by Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder, and recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. From Crooked Media, our executive producer is Kendra James, with production and promotional support from Ari Schwartz, Kyle Sieglin, Julia Beach, Caroline Dunphy, and Ewa Okalati. Mm-hmm.